Coming to you on some serious tape delay via a podcast near you. From that hockey hotbed of San Jose, California, it's Dudes on Hockey. He is now accepting callers. He is calling me Dude. And now your hosts, Mike and Doug. Hey there, and welcome to the Dudes on Hockey podcast. I'm Mike. That's Doug. Dude, I said we were going to go streaking, dude. And what did we do? We went streaking. We went streaking, dude. We went streaking. Sharks have won seven in a row. They took all eight points since we last recorded, dude. Uh,. The president is giving out free fast food. Oh, I mean, what else What else can you ask it's for? It's Shangri-La over here. Dude. That's right, dude. Everything is awesome. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. This is going to be a shorter podcast. We have nothing to complain nothing about. Nothing to talk about. We have Yeah, it's just like, okay, well, we're fine and everything works and the sharks are great and they beat everybody and Yeah. See you later. Bye everybody. Yeah, bye. Meow, meow. So, yeah, uh, no, it's uh it, really impressive wins especially against Vegas that is uh maybe the best home team in the league and Pittsburgh which was also a very hot team which we beat last night those are certainly the highlights but good wins uh decisive wins against Ottawa decisive win against Edmonton and a decisive win against LA it's really uh everything's coming up millhouse over here yeah and it all starts with outstanding goaltending i mean the sharks during the streak have been getting all-star level goaltending from Martin Jones, who now is second in the NHL and wins. Uh, you can look <laughs> at his overall stats and maybe not be that impressed, but during this streak, you know, a 947 save percentage and a 1.50 goals allowed is pretty awesome. Funny so, how that works. Yeah. Funny how that works, dude. Um, also getting some amazing production from Hurdle and Kane. They're absolutely on fire. Eight points during the streak, plus 10. Carlson, seven points in his last five. Don Squay. Joe Thornton scoring goals. Joe Thornton has four goals during the streak. <laughs> it's amazing. Including one last night. All this success, dude. And Logan Couture has no points during the streak. Did you know that? He has no points. Weird. And Vlasic hasn't played. So this is maybe, well, maybe that's a good thing. We can talk about that later. I mean, but there's no way that's a good thing, dude. But, uh, you know, the Sharks have been banged up a little bit. You know, Shimmick's back. Vlasic's out. Um, but even so, you know, they have rattled off seven straight wins and have looked like the team that we thought might be there, which is a, a legit Stanley Cup contender if they play like this. That's what they look like right now. I mean, they're not only beating good teams like Pittsburgh and Tampa, but they're beating them handily. This wasn't the, you know, the, Pittsburgh scored the first goal, but the Sharks were up 4-1 to one and, and put the sucker away. It was not really in doubt. I mean, Pittsburgh scored a, a pretty late goal, and then the Sharks added an empty net to give Tomas Hurdle a well-deserved hat trick. Yes. But... Uh, that game was never particularly endowed. Pittsburgh looked good. They looked pretty strong in the first period. The Sharks weathered the storm, came back and scored some goals. And this wasn't the speed mismatch that we all remember so well. Absolutely. In the Stanley Cup final a couple of years ago when the Sharks did not look like they could keep up with Pittsburgh's speed. And and last night, they not only kept up with them, they... they provided some speed advantages in the form of Evander Kane on several rushes. It's really too bad that 
during this shark streak, the Calgary Flames have decided to streak with them because <laughs> right. it's unfortunate uh, that you know the Sharks have only gained a point on Calgary. But you know there's some incredibly clear separation in the Pacific Division where there are the three teams that are going to make the playoffs and then the five teams that are not. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I guess one of them could pick up one of the wild cards. You know, the those two wild card spots. Um, you know, there are five good teams in the Western Conference. Calgary, San Jose, Vegas, Winnipeg, and Nashville in no particular order. Right. And actually, if you're taking them in order, Calgary and San Jose are one and two, right? Mm-hmm. In terms right. of overall points. Uh, while Winnipeg and Nashville still are very, very good teams. Um, and then the rest are, you know, a, a good 10 points off the pace from everybody else. You've got Colorado, Dallas, um, <laughs> Minnesota, then Minnesota, uh, and, and then, then you Edmonton, know, Edmonton, Vancouver. Vancouver, and Anaheim. And Anaheim have they have lost twelve in a row. I know it's so great. And somehow Randy Carlisle is still there, and they extended Bob Murray. So you really got to be very uh, confident in what they're doing down there. <laughs> it seems like a, a well-run uh, ship. If you're a Ducks fan, if you're you know um, still following hockey, you know, God bless you. But. Uh, Things are things are looking good. You know, uh, they're looking so good during this streak that Doug Wilson, he went on a spending spree, dude. He extended two of the Sharks role players and uh, Lukas Radil, who's been another one of those off the radar finds yep. for Doug Wilson. And he also uh, signed Marcus Sorensen to a two year extension, which seemed fairly unlikely uh, earlier in the year that yeah. that might happen. Right. And and. Sorensen responded with a goal last night against the Penguins and a, and a good one. So nice tip goal in front, actually, um, off of uh, Carlson, Eric Carlson, who had gone, what, two games without a point, which is like oh. his longest. It was like a, he was slumping. He was yes. deep in the slump. <laughs> I mean, I, I believe I sent you a stat earlier this week that said that he is the you know leading scoring defenseman in the last know six weeks of the NHL season or something some stat like that you right. know he's certainly come on deservedly an all-star and you know I certainly expect that especially if the Sharks are playing well that when that window opens for that extension to happen um, if the Sharks are playing well I, I think that Carlson will be extended before the season's even over I think that they're not going to let it get to that point I think that they they want to get that wrapped up dude but extending Radil, extending Sorensen, bravo to Doug Wilson on both of these. I think that they were affordable deals for guys. There's hard to find. It's hard to find guys who can play up and down the lineup and then also be productive and have a little bit of an edge to their game, which is what both of these wingers do. Right. And Radil can even slide over and play the center. Well, what are the terms on the uh, Sorensen deal? Dude? Uh, I, I, I don't remember, dude, but it wasn't... Uh, Didn't break know, the bank. No. I mean, in... And you certainly know by how free agency has played out that either you end up paying a really stupid amount of money for guys like this, or they end up being unemployed because they fall into this weird, you know, talent gap um, in the free agent pool. And I think seeing the chemistry that these guys have, seeing their flexibility and versatility. It made them two important parts of what Doug Wilson wants to do with this team moving forward. I, I think it's a, a a good move early to get these guys locked up because if they continue, I mean, in a way, it's a risk. I mean, if, if they fall off, then then you've basically committed yourselves to two players that might not be worth 
that amount of money, but um, I certainly don't think that's going to be the case. I mean, Radil uh, doesn't even get a raise, dude. I mean, he gets he, he gets essentially the same amount of money, but it's a guaranteed deal. Right. Uh, Sorensen doubling his money, dude. Well, he's going to be making 1.5 a year. So uh, I don't think that's unreasonable for a guy who you expect could have 10 to 15 goals. Right. Right. I mean, he's already this year has nine goals. He has nine. So uh, you certainly would expect that this is a, a 30 point forward that depending on where you want to play him in the lineup could produce more, but he also, I like his edge, dude. I mean, he's, he's kind of a bastard, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and that's fun. Like we've got a few guys like this now. I love Shimmick, uh, and the edge that he plays with. And it, Timo Meyer is <laughs> ice cold right yeah, now, Timo and the Sharks Meyer, are still winning. I mean, Timo Meyer was basically carrying the offense of the sure, team sure. for weeks at a time, right? And now, you know, the 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 analysts on the games, you know, Hedekin and and um, Jamie Baker are are still praising Meyer quite a bit. I mean, he's still getting things done. He's still creating chances. He's just not putting the puck in the net himself. But he's playing on very effective lines and having very effective shifts all throughout the game. So it's kind of amazing that the guy who the Sharks were pinning their offensive hopes on early in the year is now all that slack has been taken up by other players. Because when he was playing great, Evander Kane was not. So now you've got, you know, these guys. And that's that's the sign of a great team, right? They're deep. This yep. team is deep. Um, and if they all get on the same page at once, which they're not, but if they do... Like when, if Couture, well, I'm going to say if, when Couture and Meyer break out of this slump yeah. and if Kane and Hurdle are still riding a hot streak, yeah, it's, look out. Look out. I mean, look out. I like, mean, Hurdle is just, he's just destroying people. Like yeah. he put a butt check on Yevgeny Malkin <laughs> yeah. last night and, you know, with his back to him and Yevgeny Malkin just like fell over in the corner. Like yeah. Yevgeny Malkin is a huge person. You don't just like knock that guy over. He's almost like when he has the puck, he's almost like Yager. It's impossible to push him off. Sure. So to just put him off his feet when he doesn't even have the puck, that I was shocked when I saw that. You can see the makings of something special here, dude. We've seen it over the last seven games. Like this team has the ability to make a legitimate Stanley Cup run. And the year that the Sharks made it to the Cup, we didn't expect that. Right. 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 And this year, I mean, it 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 makes it maybe slightly painful that we're even expecting it yeah. right i'm not expecting nothing well dude i gotta say like based on what i see around the western conference i think the sharks are the best team i think they are the best team if they are playing at their full potential which we've seen and just think of columbus two years ago dude i'm gonna give you a little warning a little come down didn't columbus win like 87 sure, games dude, you, they won it, like 30 games in a row but i don't into think we January. thought that they were th- like you looked at their team on paper and and they were overachieving i think this team has so much talent yeah and so much depth that you know they're playing right now the way they should be playing and they they should be taking it to these teams at home and you know am i expecting them to go to tampa uh this weekend and beat them five to two no you know tampa (laughs) you know this is a revenge spot for tampa they're gonna wanna you know lay it to the sharks but the way the sharks are playing do i think that they're gonna be competitive in that game yes oh yeah i think it's gonna be very competitive and i think they're gonna they're gonna play well um 
I'm a little concerned about a trap game tonight. If we talk about a trap game, you know, coming off of a great homestand, a big win against Pittsburgh, the next night going to Arizona and playing the want was. Yeah. Like <laughs> you, you get concerned that maybe Arizona might score an early quick goal if the Sharks aren't fully present right yeah, away. Right. And that the Sharks might play Aaron Dell tonight. You know, you could probably pretty much expect that, right? Right. Um, I wonder if Vlasic will be back because there was people thought he might be back last night, but he's still out. I at this point, why? Yeah, like why? Why bring him back? I mean, if, unless they are a hundred percent sure, and if they were, I think he would have played last night, right? right? right. That like one day isn't going to no. Give him the extra the days. Wait for the Tampa game. Yeah, and maybe you don't even do that, dude. Right. I mean, maybe you, ease you him wait, back in afterwards. Wait until after the All Star break. Yeah, like, I mean, you know, can't you get? through that short road trip you know i think you can yeah no it's it's just uh it's a pleasure to watch this team play right now and 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 certainly well, um you could say jones like out stole a game you know earlier against vegas he came up huge so many times in that game in vegas you know that was clearly his best performance of the season yeah and every good team needs their goalie to do that yeah. like you you need that to happen and that hasn't been happening um, you know, it, it's the emergence of some off the radar players that have really tipped this team over the edge. I mean, Shimmick, Radil, yeah. you know, uh, guys playing uh, important roles. I mean, Shimmick went from a, a eighth defenseman to being when you know he got hurt. People were like up in arms. Yeah, you know, how are we going to replace this guy? Right. Um, has definitely leaped over Joachim Ryan on the depth chart, although Ryan's played admirably in filling in for Vlasic, right? Yeah. But you look at that, you go, okay, well, Tim Heed and Ryan have had to play. They've been playing well. Like, that's how deep this team is. They're seven and eight guys. Yeah, yeah. They can play. They could play on, you know, the bottom half of the NHL would have Joachim Ryan playing every night. And we just don't need him right now. Yeah. So... Um, it's impressive, dude. This is feels so out of character. I know. I'm like to be. I'm like we got to end uh, the podcast. This is like way too much coming positivity. up roses right now, but yeah. it, it really is. And um, you know, will this carry through through the whole rest of the season? Of course not. No, there'll be another swoon, dude. There'll be some ups and downs, but you know, I think that the two things looking forward are, you know, what are the Sharks going to look to do at the deadline, if anything? And I think that that's a big question, is if anything, dude. And we right. don't need to talk about that right now. Yeah, we still um, got a month. It's the 25th of February is the trade deadline, right. I believe. And then, you know, I think the second thing, which I think might be the most critical, is that the number one seed in the Pacific is very important. Yeah. Because the drop-off in the competition that you're going to have to play is significant. You know, if you are the two and you have to play whoever's the three, which I think most likely will be Vegas, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You know, if you're playing Vegas versus you're playing Edmonton or you're playing Minnesota, yeah. the Boudreaux Loser Club, right? <laughs> like, like, that's a big difference. It like, is. And Vegas right now, it was funny how I think earlier in the year we're like, Pacific kind of sucks. And now... The Pacific Division has three of the top five teams in the NHL by points. I mean, if yeah. we have to play Vegas in the first round, you play the fifth best team in the NHL in the first round. Yeah, that yeah. would suck. It's it's tough. You you need to. There's you know, I mean, there's some things to really keep an eye on. Like you've got to maintain your position over Vegas because you don't want them to have home ice. Yeah, because that's very challenging. Right. 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 Um, 
So I think the Sharks will be very focused as and on on getting the one seed, which I think is natural anyways. But I think they really need to be, um, because playing the wild card draw, which right now, if if you were you know the top team, it would be you'd be playing Dallas, which you know they're own owner hates their two star players <laughs> that's the team you're playing I know. you know they've had three coaches in the last three years they're a mess and they haven't won more games than they've lost so they're 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 a dumpster fire they're they're a team that they can't score goals which is so strange right i mean you look at yeah. they scored 121 goals the sharks have scored 172 ben bishop is playing on half a leg right like i mean this is the perfect draw it's it exactly is. who you want you know, you want to draw them like instead of having to go to Vegas. Like that's a big, big difference. Dude. It's it's really surprising switching to more league wide news because I know this is just getting boring. We're just boring everyone and we say something interesting about the Sharks. It was just like, oh, everything's so great. Let's say something interesting about the Columbus Blue Jackets, which generally difficult. But today, <laughs> Columbus is doing well. They're at the top of the Metro right now. They've passed Washington and there's been this controversy with Sergei Bobrovsky it sounds like he's definitely not staying they basically kicked him out for a game I guess they pulled him in a game and he just went to the and the reason they held him out at the next game is he just he just went to the locker room and took a shower <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't like go across the street to a steakhouse with JR it was like but like the backup was in and there was nobody else there was no other goalie suited up so like if the backup got hurt like what do you do like they would have had to play with six skaters so that's why they were understandably upset with Bobrovsky because he just was just like, I don't like this. He just went and took a shower and like sat in the locker room. So yeah, that's concerning. It's concerning, you know, even as well as that team is playing. You know, I have no, I have no confidence that they can even win a playoff round. Yeah, like I right. just have no confidence. Especially if they have. Let to, me just see. Especially if they play Pittsburgh. Yeah, hold on. Is that that would be exactly who they draw? Yeah, which would be hilarious. I mean, that's their kryptonite. Yeah, like they can never beat Pittsburgh. So, you know, if you're looking, this is always fun. Let's look at it. So the playoff matchups right now, um, I just want to remind you that I have all of the Atlantic top three again, since you forgot to pick Toronto. I did. Um, which had, and Toronto has Do dramatically. I have, Mon- I have Montreal though. Don't okay, I? Okay, good for you. <laughs> um, the, the, Toronto has, has dramatically fallen off. I mean, the separation between yeah. Tampa and Toronto is now 16 points. I mean, that. 16 points. Their lack of defensive depth has really caught up with them. Um, Although they have, they've given up fewer goals in Tampa. Yeah, dude, but they just, they're not, that's not a, it, they're not in an Edmonton situation, but right. they are so top heavy mm-hmm. that, you know they're they're gonna need to do something about that, or maybe not, and just be and just not good, try and fix right? it some other way. I can't imagine that that's what their plan is, and um, they may not do it mid season this year. But you got to think that they're gonna be looking to move one of those offensive pieces to pick up not a you know not Adam Larson, but a legitimate yeah. right you know top defender right. Um, so Toronto and Boston would play each other. That would be must watch television. That would Absolutely. be a great series. And Tampa would draw. Uh, Tampa would draw Pittsburgh. Actually, they would yeah. be the ones that would draw Pittsburgh right now. Which 
that's no easy yeah. uh, first-round matchup. I'm sure they'd rather have Montreal, who has one more point than Pittsburgh at the I moment. I mean, would you say the Islanders are the surprise of the NHL? The fact that they are this good? Yeah. Uh, they've won 8 of 10, dude. Yeah, considering Buffalo's faded a little bit. I mean, Buffalo was the biggest surprise earlier in the year, but they've they've kind of well, faded Jack out. Jack Eichel's been out. Yeah, and they faded out a little bit. But the, the Islanders have the same number of points as Pittsburgh, and they're only three points behind the Caps, which is... Really surprising. So, especially without John Tavares, everyone sort of expected them to just go right into the toilet. And right. They, and they've managed to sort of rally around the cause, I guess. Yeah. I, you know, I mean, the Metro is definitely up for grabs. I think, you know, any of those teams, uh, well, Islanders removed, I wouldn't count them. But, you know, either Pittsburgh, Washington, or Columbus could come out of there. Certainly would look more towards Washington or Pittsburgh. I just don't have any faith in Columbus, dude, especially given that their two best players are likely not returning yeah yeah no it's and and certainly in the in the west it's a little bit more uh boy it's a little bit more expected like who's right. on top you know it's winnipeg and nashville clearly in the central so those are going to be the two dangerous teams uh without a doubt um dude other podcast news um one we are now on spotify Ooh, yeah so i know they opened up to uh host all different podcasts so those of you that use Spotify, like I do, I actually uh, pay for Spotify. Dude. I do. Big spender. I enjoy, I like the service. Uh, those of you that get their audio, music, whatever through Spotify, now you can get Dudes on Hockey through Spotify. So nice. feel free to sign up for that. Nice. Um, I also saw some more um, reviews, dude. Dude. Some podcasts. Really? Reviews, iTunes reviews. Really? We always like reading those online. And there's okay. a particularly fun one that I, I really like. Outstanding. Uh the title is Horrible at Predictions. Ha! Okay. Well. Listen to them talk about Vegas's eventual decline for 10 months only to watch Vegas beat the Sharks in the playoffs. The only reason I listen to every single one of these podcasts is to make myself feel like a smarter hockey fan in comparison. <laughs> They're like those friends that you really enjoy seeing only about once a month, but any more than that, and they get annoying. That being said, best Sharks hockey, uh, best Sharks bias hockey podcast duo in the game. Come for the hockey, stay for the dudes. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a very. Uh, I like that one a lot. A conflicted review. It's basically five sentences saying we suck, and then the last sentence says they're good, and then they give us five stars. <laughs> Those are my favorite kind of reviews. I have to say, I love it. Yeah, and then of course there's there's others that are quite positive, which I really are. Read one more, for. dude. One, one, one more. Great podcast if you like hockey and love the Sharks. Great analysis and an easy listen, especially when you're like me and hoping to sound smarter when talking to your friends about oh, the Sharks. Oh, see? So you've see? got one person who makes them, so we make them smarter, and one people says we're dumb as a box of rocks. Right. And we make them look smarter in comparison. That's right. So we... Awesome. We 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 uh, we have the whole spectrum of people. Well, thank you for the five stars. I'll take it however we can get it. Yeah, and, we have um, uh, we have an ex- excellent five-star percentage. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. And and so, yeah. And so now use Spotify if that's your thing. Outstanding, dude. Dude, uh, I would like to remind you that uh, my family is going to the NHL All-Star Fan Fest on Saturday, January 26th, dude. And I hope that you will join us. I will try, but I will be out of town. So so that's a no. That's Why didn't you just say no? Because I wanted to, I don't know. You will try, but you're going to be out of town? Okay, let me let me rephrase. I won't try because I'll be out of town. There you go. Is that better? This is why that listener thinks we're morons. <laughs> <laughs> At least I corrected myself. We try podcast good. <laughs> Us good podcast. <laughs> 
So I will not be able to make it to the All Star game, dude. That's very disappointing. Uh, we'll have to give you a full recap. Yeah, dude. I want a full report, dude. Did I mention that when I was in Mississippi for mm. the holidays? Cool. That our beloved Mississippi River Kings have folded. They're no longer. Oh, really? The team doesn't exist. Oh. So um, they're looking for new ownership. So if you want to, how much are they? How much are they? Offer? I don't know. I mean, we can kick the tires on it. I got like you know. 60 70 bucks how about and you want to own an sphl hockey league team man that you know i <laughs> that sounds like a better investment than a boat <laughs> what if do they say? we hit the okay if we hit the powerball we're buying the river kings okay. we're gonna rename them the mississippi dudes <laughs> i don't think that really fits like the care. marketplace it doesn't matter People will love it because it'll be back and the sweater will have the, our silhouettes on it. We could be like Charlie Finley and do like <laughs> seal stuff, make them wear white yeah. hockey skates, yeah. you know, all the ridiculous We'll buy things. the Mississippi dudes and then we'll come on air and predict that they'll beat Vegas. <laughs> yeah! That would be amazing. I wonder what it costs to buy an SPCHL team. I'm sure it's not cheap and I bet you got to put in a lot of cash. Overall, probably not a good investment. No, probably not. Not legal advice. You not investment advice. You definitely need a bus. All right, dude. So sharks keep rolling. I hope you know this is a. Uh, it's hard. It's hard for the sharks to go anywhere but down from here. But I'm enjoying the ride so far. That's for sure, dude. It's good times. Um, so we got Arizona, Tampa Bay, and Florida on Monday, and Washington next Tuesday, all on the road. Yeah, it's a little bit of a tough navigation. Florida has been playing terrible. I think they've also dropped like seven or eight in a row. Um, yeah, tough. Tough game tonight, I think, just because of the spot against Arizona. It's yeah. kind of a tough game. Really would like to see the Sharks, you know, focus on getting this win before they have to go out. And the, those two games in, in Washington and Tampa will be tough, dude. But uh, but good times. I like the way they're playing. Um, and they're definitely, I think, if they didn't already have the league's attention, they do now. That's for sure. All right. Go Sharks. Yeah. Hate the show? Want to get your questions on the air? Email questions at dudesonhockey.com. Dudes on Hockey is not affiliated with the San Jose Sharks organization or the National Hockey League.